We've known this guy for quite a while, man. Uh, Matt Hartford grabbed himself a big win in Texas in the pro stock class, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And and you, you go back to Indianapolis with uh, your performance there, Matt. What's what's changed prior to Indianapolis? I don't think you got past the second round, and now all of a sudden you're winning races with crazy reaction time. What's been the difference, man? Uh, you know, we started off the year, and by the way, it's great to great to talk to you guys again. It's it's been you know, like you said, we've known each other a long time, mm-hmm. and uh, it's always always a pleasure to be on your show. And there's if we're on your show, that means we did something well. So <laughs> I'm happy to be here. But, uh, you know, we started off the year, you know, with KB Power, and, and we had some electrical gremlins the first two races, which was all car-related, nothing to do with the engine side. And that really hurt us, at, you know, at the, at the beginning. And then, you know, we went to Orlando, and, you know, we became the quickest uh, the quickest uh, pro-stock car in the FI era. We went at 646-0. So we knew we had a car that could compete. And then, then COVID struck, and, you know, it kind of took everybody's momentum, and it, and it stopped it. And and, and we really just struggled when we came back. I, I didn't drive very well. We were missing the setup here and there. And, and when the car was on, I was off. When I was on, the car was off. And Indy, we kind of got into a stride and, and went to the finals. And I thought we could win win the finals. And obviously, it was a close race. But, uh, you know, it was a good drag race. And, and there's a winner and a loser. So we came out on the wrong end. But that, that was okay because it was momentum. And then I just proved that how much a driver can be an idiot when we got to Gainesville. And, and I, I rolled in a little too deep and I, you know, I just, I got in a little deep and, you know, what should have been a, a, a good, you know, team 20 light ended up being red because of my, just what I did staging. And, and it really it hit home. It's like, man, we got to get our heads out of our, you know what, if we're going to have a chance to even go to a final round or win again. And uh, we got really focused, and and my crew has done an incredible job. My crew chief has been giving me a great car, and 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 you know, the, the last week in Dallas, we knew we had to step up the game against Erica, and you know, we came out on the on the right side of it, and was able to come out with a win against Greg. So it was a, uh, it was certainly uh, the way we wanted to have this year is to at least have one win. You talk about rolling deep over at Gainesville. But then you were you were kind of balancing patience and just taking your time on the starting line in Dallas. Can you talk about how it, it is a balance of patience versus playing a starting line game with your competitor? Well, I mean, go back one year in St. Louis. Uh, I was in the final round against Erica, and uh, you know we were on a pretty good momentum back back in 2019, and and final round we go up there, and I I go in and I sit in the pre stage beam for quite a long time, and then Erica finally rolls in, and then I go in, and then she takes about five seconds to roll in, four or five seconds to roll into the second beam, and I was double O three, and I think she was eighteen, and and but she got the win, mm-hmm. and. It, ask a driver what things that they remember. They remember things like that. <laughs> and it's like, okay, you know, you know, she, uh, you know, she wasn't happy about losing here in Dallas in that round, but I think she forgets that, you know, she did the same thing to me a year ago and not that it was intentional. Okay. Maybe it was a little intentional, but it's just <laughs> like, Hey, you know, two, two can play this game. The, you know, you, you know, you're sitting in the car and you're reading how to stage, you know, how to use the Christmas tree and how to stage the cliff notes. And it says, Hey, I got seven seconds after all, <laughs> after three bolts are on. And I use probably five and a half, six of them. And it, but it, but there's nothing wrong with that. That is what the rule book says. All we did was play by the rules. That's awesome. Well, well, I don't care if it's major league baseball, the NBA, the NFL, there are unwritten rules. And that's yeah. what's so much fun to watch in drag racing is you're within the rules yet, you, you, you drivers continue to verbally spank each other 
when you, you delay g- going uh, into the lights or you deep stage when you should. What's the unwritten rule, Hartford? <laughs> Here's the rule. My rule is I need to put the total seal CIP1 Camaro in the winner circle for everybody that supports us and all our sponsors and my crew. As long as it's, we're not doing anything that's a breaking the rule, we're going to do whatever it takes to win the race. To me, my goal is to go out there and win races. I'm not out there to make it to be everybody's best friend, and I'm not out there to to you know just let somebody else control the situation. Now, that doesn't mean that we're going to be you know you know mean about it. But look, so I took a couple extra seconds staging. Why is that such a big deal? Everybody's made a big deal about it. To me, it's just like, hey, I'm just taking my time rolling in. I know she's good. I know I need to be on my game. I better be concentrating when I go in. And by taking my time, that's all I was able to do. And, you know, like I said, she's done it to me. I did it to her. Life goes on. Pro Stock winner Matt Hartford joining us here in the Freak Nation. And that's where I was going with this, though. Not to make a big deal of this, but just to say, like, hey, you do have this available time. It's okay to use it. And people need to stop making a big deal of this. And and that's right. You know, when you look at, let's just look at a guy like John Force. (laughs) <laughs> John Forrest has, over the last several years, has made a, you know, made a pretty good statement about he likes to deep stage during certain rounds. Guess what? That's legal. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with double balling somebody. There's nothing wrong with taking your time. There's nothing wrong with both your lights coming on at the same time. These are all things that a lot of drivers get frustrated because, it, like you said, quote, unquote, it's an unwritten rule. Like, don't hit a grand slam when you're so far ahead in the game or whatever it may be. And, and to me... Look, follow the rules. You know, if, if we're out there to say, I'm just going to be, everybody's got to just do the same thing every time, it's going to get pretty complacent and it's not going to be that much fun. Our rule is to go out there and try to win the race. That's the only rule that we have to follow. Whatever's in the rule book it says we can do, we're going to do to the best of our ability. Matt Hartford is in the Speed Freaks pits. Matt won the Pro Stock Finals at the Texas Motorplex last weekend. Matt, you had a very contentious race with two-time champion Erica Enders at the Motorplex. you have some words with her after the race was over? Well, you know, she, she, she was like any competitor, and she's a true competitor. She was disappointed on losing. And, you know, when I, when I wa- walked over to her, she said something about playing games on the starting line, and I said, hey, let's, let's be clear about something. You beat me way more than I beat you. You know, good race, you know, see in Houston, something along those lines. There was nothing negative. There was nothing that would be spiteful between either one of us. It's look when, when I lose, I, I'm I'm pissed when I lose. Let's make no bones about it. But when I win, I'm happy. And, and so, why should she be any different? She was definitely unhappy that she lost, but she outran me and went 25 on the tree. She did everything that she could. She she was good on the tree. She made a great run. We were just a little bit better by one thou, and that's drag racing. One thou. That's amazing is what that is. Matt, you know us well enough that uh, we carry about a 55-gallon drum of gasoline to pour on uh, controversy just to add add, (laughs) uh, flames to the already uh, fire that's being stoked. Let's leave pro stock drivers out of this. Let's go top fuel or any class. Who's the biggest hypocrite when it comes to bitching and moaning about <laughs> about unwritten rules but continues to break them or you can tell you can name your postdoc drivers man i you know i i look at it and i don't know you know i seen i remember the controversy at the end of last year you know in the top fuel ranks what happened and you know you, you see things but 
you know, your gasoline works great, but here's the thing, the heat of the moment, everybody's in it. And, and to say that we're not emotional and that we're not going to have, you know, that we're not going to come out there and, and do or say things that the other competitor or the fans may think is just wrong. When you put yourself in these positions and your only goal, when you get up there on that starting line is to win the race. And if you don't perform or your car doesn't perform or someone else does something to screw you up, you're going to be heated at the top end. And, you know, the, everybody, everybody's not everybody's best friend. Let's be clear about that. But I, you know, I do love watching, you know, there's a couple of the bike riders, you know, you, you, they don't like each other and you love watching them. And, and it's no different than when you watch Greg and Erica race each other. There's no love loss between those two, but guess what? They're both really good competitors. They're out there for the same reason. They're out there to win. So, you know, it, it's, you're not going to, you can't say that it's one person against another person. It's round by round. You could have new controversy spark every single time two cars stage. Matt, this is 2020 and controversies has been all over the world this year. In the NHRA, there was a major controversy where the title sponsor of the series left and you got somebody new coming in to be the savior, Camping World RVs. What was going through your mind? You're a businessman. You run businesses. What did you think about all of that? How did your business survive? Well, the first thing went through my head, and, and, and honestly, the guys at uh, NHRA would, would back me up on this. We immediately had a, a, a conference call with NHRA from the Total Seal sponsorship side uh, of NHRA, because you know, obviously, you know, we, we do a lot of advertising within NHRA with yeah. our cameras, national dragster, et cetera. And to us, NHRA is one of the the, the pinnacle of the platforms of where we can get our message out because drag racing is such a huge market to us. My first call was, Hey, what's going on? And do we want to continue? Is NHRA going to be okay? Are you going to be here at the next race? Where are we at? Are we going to finish the season? Is national drags are going to survive? And all of these things immediately from the business side of me is what I was concerned with, not the racing side, the business mm-hmm. side. And and Brad Gerber and Jeff Morton and and Ned and Josh from NHRA and even and Cromwell, everybody kind of got on board and said, listen, there's stuff in the works. Think good things are going to happen. We're solid moving forward for the next several years with our TV package. Give us a week and we'll get back to you. And And by the 1st of October... Everything was cleared up. We knew the camping world was in, you know, so from total seal standpoint, we were back in with NHRA and, and they are going to be strong. They're going to survive. They're going to be, you know, just, they're going to continue to be the force to be reckoned with in motorsports and camping world coming on board for us to take home the first trophy. That is, you know, the camping world Wally, there's, there's four of them produced and we've got one of them. We get the pro stock one. So that's something that we'll have for the rest of our lives and it'll be in the box scores forever. Hartford. Thanks for doing this, buddy. Well, it's always good to hear from you guys, and uh, now that I know that you're literally, we're, we're, we're talking over the phone only about 20 minutes apart, so next time hopefully we can do this in the studio. Yes, yes, I like that. Yes. All right, Matt. See you, bud. All right, guys. Thanks a lot.